0: That could be dangerous uh, for when you're watching porn. You I watched w- it. <laughs> I watch it full volume, dude. I don't... <laughs> I
1: got a 4K football, TV
2: now,
0: dude.
2: I think what Ryan is trying to say is that he knows this through experience. Yeah.
0: Listen, man. I'll tell you what's dangerous, man. When you have a Chromecast in your fucking house, and that little window pops up, and you're like, no, 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 no cast. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> dangerous situations.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I get... so what, you just got a new TV, Mike? Yeah, I got
1: a um <clears throat> what was it like 3 weeks ago. I went to Walmart and I've been scoping out a TV for a while because I'm I was still rocking like a 1080p LCD Vizio from like 10 years ago.
0: Listen, that's some weak ass shit, dude. Let me tell you about my 1080i plasma. Oh god. Oh, All right. This is
2: one up my shit. There we go. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, because I'm, I'm actually interested. I, I've been thinking of replacing it with a nice 4K recently.
1: Yeah, and like uh, Walmart had one discounted from like a grand, to like $600, mm-hmm. and it was a 4K uh, QLED, a Samsung. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know? It's like, why not? You know? It was 55 inches, and it's great. I I, I love this damn thing. Except, uh, the thing I don't like is that only when i start my xbox it changes sources automatically Mm -hmm. and that's really infuriating because i sometimes start my xbox and then you know i'm on my i use it as a monitor as well and like it just automatically switches sources to that xbox
0: oh i got you like you'll let the xbox boot up because it takes a little bit right
1: and it just switches sources automatically and it's infuriating because it does it every time (laughs) but other than that it's cool
0: That would drive me nuts downstairs because I've got one of the um one of those um uh, harmony remotes that turns on, you know, like all these different things oh, and no. if my if my equipment started changing inputs on its own, I would lose it.
1: Yeah, sometimes when I use the remote to turn the TV on, my Xbox will come on as well. Like it's one of those of remotes and I I still don't know how it works. So
0: tricky, tricky. All right, I'm going to warn you guys now, I got both dogs in this room, and they're usually insane at night, <laughs> I, but they're quiet right now, although you probably will hear Odie chewing on some toy, which I'm willing to accept uh, from him Ruining in the background.
2: Well, on the plus side, Ziggy is in the bedroom being very quiet, so I call that a fucking win, because he's been a trappy little gobshite for the last few days.
0: Yeah, that's a first. I don't think I've ever heard Ziggy quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my door's, like, slightly
1: ajar, so my cat's gonna be coming in here bitching about something.
0: Nice, alright. Oh, my voice is fucked today. I'm gonna have to be, really be working this mute button to keep clearing my throat. Sorry, work that, work that mute button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's seamless, no one knows. Oh, god, Okay let. Let's get some of this shit going here. Alright, I'm just gonna get right into it, because at 6 o'clock I'm gonna have to pause and run downstairs and put the chicken in the oven. <laughs>
1: You're such an adult.
0: Dude, I've got my, I've got my Google <laughs> Reminders set. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, if I don't get it in there and I'm not eating, I almost forgot to preheat the oven, okay? Was, oh, no. I was like, take... I was taking a leak before we started recording and I'm like I'm like, okay, good, yeah, 6 o'clock hits I'll run down and throw the chicken in the oven I'm like, wait a second, that thing's fucking cold Oh, no
1: <laughs> I've seen that in Gordon Ramsay shows all the time
0: <laughs> Oh, they're like, oh, put it in right now and it's cold Yeah, and, and they, never,
1: they never fucking, sometimes they don't even heat up the oven, so no, oh
0: That's no good Alright, let's get going, boys Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Hello everyone and welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, and we are on episode 79. Whoa. I'm... Joined by my two co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how's everything going? Uh, ah. It's going. <laughs> Shane, it sounded like, I don't know why, but it sounded like three Frankenstein monsters on top of each other. <laughs> Just like, brr, fire bad. Yeah, I'm alright. We are recording a little late today, so I'm sure Shane's going to be chipper as always.
2: Well, it's ten forty-one, and I have to be in bed before midnight. So, because I have a very, very early start and a very fucking long day ahead of me tomorrow. Oh boy! Yeah, basically, I have to be in bed by midnight to try and get some sleep. I have to be awake at six. I have to leave my flat at six forty-five a.m. to get a bus at six fifty-seven in order to get into the city centre by 7.20, and I then have a 15-minute walk to the train station, collect my tickets, and be on a train by 7.52.
1: That sounds like a a commute I do every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, Mike, you must have a pretty similar schedule tomorrow. (laughs) I have to be up at
1: uh, 3.15 in the morning. Right. It is only 4.42 for me, so.
0: You got got me beat, Mike. I'm I'm only up at like 4.30, so. But, uh, you win this round.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I have an appointment at nine thirty. Um, is it nine thirty? I'm pretty sure it's nine thirty. No, my train arrives at my destination, which is Peterborough, at nine thirty, and I then have to find the place I need to go to before ten fifteen.
0: That sounds exciting.
2: No, <laughs> it is fucking not. Um, and, but afterwards... I, I
0: think I would watch like a Travel Channel thing of just following Shane around on this trek as <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> he just gets off every... a bus and he's like, "What the fuck? Where am I supposed to go now?"
2: <laughs> yeah, just me swearing at every fucker because I do that, you know. Absolutely, calling everyone a cunt, Time to get out of my fucking way, give me coffee, and um, all that kind of shit.
1: <laughs> I was mad that the Seven Eleven was closed today in the morning. This what? this fucking bitch. I go to the same Seven Eleven on uh, uh, State Road in Dearborn. There's a Seven Eleven there. It's right behind my building, and I get a mo- I get three monsters every three days. And oh my god! Well, I mean, it's one monster a day. It's not a big deal, right? Oh,
0: okay, I guess that's all right. <laughs> Don't make me sound like I have a problem here, all right? Just the idea of buying three monsters at once
2: scares me. Say, why don't you just get yourself an IV or something like that, you know? I wish I could.
1: Well, I don't drink coffee, so I drink sugar-free Monster Ultra Paradise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds (laughs) sounds like a lubricant flavor.
1: (laughs) It can be. might be a little (laughs) sticky after a while. But this bitch. So I wake up at, like I said, 3.15 every morning. I get downtown around 5.15 and i go to the same damn 7-eleven when this dude is this is a horrible and stupid story i don't even know why i'm telling it but like the door is locked today and it's a revolving door and she sees me pushing it and i'm just standing there and she just looks at me and like they're normally open it's 7-eleven come on in buy everything not today and I just stood there and I was infuriated and I couldn't drink a monster this morning. Wow. Yeah.
0: Did, did you have to drink a coffee when you got into your... No, building? I didn't
1: drink anything. I, I don't drink coffee. I don't, I, you know.
0: You didn't just tough it through for one day, get oh, that caffeine first? Can't,
1: can't do it. Oh, man. So I was grumpy all day and now I'm having a monster now. So...
0: <laughs> now you're not going to go to sleep. <laughs> now you're going to wake up late. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I don't have to go to work.
0: Excellent. we after we got our rants out of the way, fellas. <laughs> we're the official <laughs> podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies If you want to reach the podcast, our Gmails all you need is BloodPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, all you need is Blood. Instagram account, all you need is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Ooh. Remembered it because I put it on there.
1: Nice dude. Just I actually
0: <laughs> just asked, type it. Speaking of, changed. I. Yeah, I was, chatting
2: that, Sorry, I was chatting to someone on Instagram today And I said to them, oh yeah, I do a podcast by the way And, um, you know Some fucking horror podcast that we do And basically he said Are you on Spotify? And I sat there for a second I thought Actually, yeah, fuck, we are <laughs> <laughs> Wow Yeah, I even I remembered and For me to remember that, that's a big deal
0: I got an email today from Spotify Uh-oh uh, we're bang? saying they've got some weird like podcast thing. I forgot what they called it. I'm not going to go look it up, um, but you can look at your Spotify statistics and we have. I-, I was surprised like there's a good section of our listenership that's actually on Spotify now and we've only been on there for what two shows.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's the stats?
0: Uh, I'm not going to embarrass our podcast by giving the exact numbers out, but let's just say it was a significant portion of our audience. <laughs> so oh, like Spotify. four people. Yes. <laughs> there are literally dozens of listeners <laughs> listening to us and some of them are on Spotify. <laughs> no, but I was like, I'm like, wow, people are actually on this. Spotify is so, popular. Oh, yeah. It's great. I mean, I listen to Spotify all the time. So, so I, I, I Spotify, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. So,
1: I looked at my Spotify stats today, and um, apparently, hold on, I sent it to my cousin. I listened to 30,532 minutes of music, which translates to 642 hours. And according to my last FM, I've listened to over 10,000 songs. Wow. Yeah.
0: I don't know what to do with that information, but there it is. <laughs> All right,
1: <come> on. <laughs> We're on the Spotify thing, you know. Spotify—that's I'm trying to like do a like a plug so they could sponsor us.
0: Yes, that's our goal. I don't think they do sponsorships. I don't know. Maybe they do. Obviously not for scumbag <laughs> podcasts like ours, but scumbag. <laughs> why? So anyway, boys. Uh, what's been going on since we last did our podcast? Shane, have you been getting into anything
2: recently? I haven't, actually. Um, although, saying that, I did manage to pick up a copy of, um, Hereditary. On Blu-ray. Oh, nice. Uh, it was really cool, because I got it for two pounds. Which... What? Yeah, I know, right? Um, couldn't believe it. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, uh, I picked that up. I watched it. It was interesting i right i liked it i think but i I think (laughs) i think i have to watch it again because i kept getting distracted ziggy was being a bastard that particular night which is nothing new um but i watched that and i sat there at the end and gone that was a bit weird but it was interesting it it um it kept me interested So I guess that's a good thing. Um,
0: Yeah, that's one I haven't gone back to. I do want to watch it again, um, mostly because I want to see what it's like now that I know the ending and everything. And if you could go back and see if there's like little hints and, you know, just um, little things, interesting things that I missed throughout the way. I think that would be pretty cool to check out. I went back to it a few weeks ago.
1: It was kind of like, it was kind of hard to watch. And I don't really get really. that way watching movies because like, I'm all for everything in that movie. So yeah, watching it, I was like, man, this is like kind of hard to watch. I, I love the movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies. But it's like, the acting is so good. It's so like uh, authentic and like real. So what they're going through is so uh, like It's disturbing. Yeah, it's, you know, you can kind of relate, I guess. I've never had a person decapitated in my car but you know i kind of feel like now
2: i know that scene was pretty rough actually
0: i'll tell you i i loved oh did you not know that happened shane no it didn't yeah like when i saw that in a theater and i had no idea that was coming it it my jaw was dropped it knocked me out of my fucking seat i was like oh my god that is, that is definitely intense. I'm surprised you made it this far without that being spoiled for you.
2: Mm. Oh, if anybody did tell me spoilers, I must have forgotten about them. But
0: <laughs> The benefits of old age.
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was... Uh, no, I did find it quite interesting, actually. I, I will watch it again. Because, um, well, I own it now. So that was quite cool. And um, what else did I watch? Um, I watched Spider-Man: Far From Home again the other night.
0: Which yeah, I I just watched that last week. Actually,
2: I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, I do like it. Actually, I do find it funny in places.
0: I uh... gotta tell you, I'm a, I am. This is gonna sound real annoying, <laughs> but I... <laughs> oh, here comes the gatekeeping from the fucking master comic. <laughs> oh, there we go. No, 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 no. It's it's not so much that. It's more um, what they're doing with this version of Spider-Man. I don't like. Okay. I don't. I don't like Tony Stark Jr. I don't right. need Spider Man to be Iron Man. I okay. I need him to be Spider Man. And I feel like, especially Far From Home, it was Iron Man 4, Iron Man Jr.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm gonna need that to be a title of the next Spider Man. <laughs> Iron Man for <laughs> J- Spider Man 4, Spider-Man Jr. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever it is. I'm telling you, man. I don't know. I just don't love it. I like I like Yeah. I like him to be more Spider-Man y, I guess, you know. It's less about the fancy costume that he has and all the technology and shit. And it should be more about him I don't know, like using his brain. I mean, I do like this stuff where the kid's like super awkward. I mean, I like Tom Holland. I think he does a really good job. I just don't like the scenarios he's put into where he's got to use, like, his, oh, electric webbing, maximum shock. Go through this hologram and, and oh, plot out my course with my CGI graphics. I'm just, you know what? That's not what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of Spider-Man. Works great for Iron Man, though, absolutely.
1: I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. I get the cut
0: of your jib. That's right. Oh, I love that expression. <laughs>
2: That's right, you called him, you said he was Spider-Manny, all I could think of, and Mike should know this, Black Books, you know, the TV show Black Books. of course. Yeah, I'm just thinking Manny with eight legs. Who's Manny?
0: Manny. I don't know what that is.
2: Which one's Manny? He's the one with the goatee beard and the long hair.
1: Oh, okay, like the balder guy? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Manny.
1: Oh, that's a great show. (laughs)
2: <laughs> fucking love black books
0: I don't even know what you guys are talking about right it's now It's
2: British humor, alright Brian, you need to watch black books <laughs> I think it's on Netflix Yeah, it is You need to watch it, man, because it's just genius It's comedy I don't, I, imagine I've, been, me. Filling, I've been filling
0: all my British watching With old episodes of Gordon Ramsay cooking with his family oh, Fucking Gordon Ramsay
1: Finally, some good fucking food
2: Brian, <laughs> imagine me As a bookshop keeper
1: do you know? Do you know the guy with the glasses and Shaun of the Dead, the Harry Potter oh, yeah. looking dude? That's yes. the guy lead in Black's books.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine me as a bookshop owner.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Grumpy, miserable, swears a lot. <laughs> Drinks.
0: All right. Uh, I I got gotcha. you. I'll I'll uh I'll maybe check a few episodes. You said spot. I'm uh, Spotify. God damn it. Netflix or was it Hulu? What'd you say it was on? Netflix. All right, I will take a look at it. So how about you, Mike? Have you been getting into anything recently?
1: Um, I have been... Let's see, I picked up some albums. I don't know if I said this before, but I, when Val and my cousin and myself went to uh, Ohio a couple of weeks, about a month ago, I picked up an original pressing of Obituary Slowly We Rot, which was not cheap. And I huh. still kind of regret it, but I now own that. Um... Let's say I picked up the new cattle decapitation. Which you're gonna lay I knew you were gonna start laughing at that.
0: I can't help it.
1: <laughs> you know
0: it's my favorite band.
1: Name. <laughs> I know it is. Um I forget which one you were laughing at, but oh it was Infant Annihilator. That's when you <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> I, speaking of, I brought that up to um one of my friends. He's he's a big metal guy, but he's more along the like hardcore punk side. Mm-hmm. You know, he likes more the you know, the underground punk stuff. And I was talking about cattle decapitation, and he goes, really? I never heard of them. And I'm like, oh, you got to check them out, John. You'll love it. (laughs) So he immediately breaks out his phone, and he's like, which song? And I'm like, it's something about murdering babies. And he goes, he's like, infant annihilator? I'm like, that's the one?
1: (laughs) Nailed it on the head. Um But yeah, I'm going to save because I have a top 10 list throughout the year. I listen to so much like new music because on the the way to work and back, I have an hour to kill. So I try to listen to something new, something that came out that day. And then if I really like the album, I write it down in a list. And what I started doing this year is I started reviewing all the albums I put in that list and then give them a percentage out of 100 percent. And I rank them. And that gives me my top 10 for the year. Ladies, I am single, by the way.
0: <laughs> You're talking top 10 purely just metal albums. Correct. And um,
1: yeah, so because uh, on, on Reddit, met the metal subreddit, they do a thing. So they tally up everybody's top 10 lists for the year. And that gives that kind of gives like a definite uh, list of the, the best albums of the year. And they do it every year. Right. And I wanted to like... Review them as well, because on the Metal Archives, which is a website that only has metal albums and they all do reviews and that it gives a percentage of how good the album is, yada, yada, yada. I that will be for the next episode. I'll give my top ten list. But um, Black Friday almost ruined me because Relapse Records had a uh, Black Friday special where some of the records were only ten bucks a piece. And I hopped on that shit. And I spent almost $50. Oh,
0: my God. That's almost five records.
1: I know. Oh, I only bought four. But uh, (laughs) I bought two death albums, and they're both super limited. Uh, Individual Thought Patterns, Sound of Perseverance. I bought a Grindcore album by the band Nazum, which no one's ever heard of, but I love them. And a... uh, record by a band called Control Denied which is the lead singer of death but he only plays guitar in it. They only made one album and I got all those for $10 a piece. Um, cool. Other than that I beat Outer Worlds which Ooh. is which is a great game. I recommend it. Probably one of my favorites of the year. It's not as good in, in depth as like Fallout games but it's a great game. Um, other than that I have been going to school and working and this next eight months is going to be a fucking terrible time in my life because they just switched my schedule at work. And um, I am now going to be on afternoons primarily. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be fun to try to schedule that around this. So great times ahead.
0: Awesome. We'll start recording at like 3 a.m. That's fine. <laughs> Good luck with
1: that.
2: That'd actually be
0: bit, probably be better for Shane, huh?
2: That'd be like 9 a.m. for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't start work till 2 now, so.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Cool. Well, speaking of Black Friday, Mike, I uh, I made a trip to The Archive, which is a, I guess you'd call it a movie and music store located in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, the Archive is the home base of Vinegar Syndrome oh. uh, movie distributors that, that um, do all their own restorations and releases of films on... DVD and Blu-ray? I just
1: bought my first Vinegar Syndrome the other day. Which one? Christmas Evil. Um, uh, you don't have Hobgoblins? No, I just have the MST3K version of Hobgoblins. <laughs> 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 I don't think I'm going to seek out the, the normal <laughs> Hobgoblins.
0: You're not going to watch the HD transfer? <laughs> no, I'm <all> right. <laughs> the widescreen release of Hobgoblins? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, lo- I love those guys at Vinegar Syndrome. They are fucking awesome. They're great to talk to, too. But their store is so cool. It's all a lot of old stuff. Everything from... I mean, I'm I'm more into the movies. Uh, I went with my friend Miles, who's more into like um, the vinyl records and stuff. Which he blames both you and Shane for getting him into vinyl. <laughs> <No> <laughs> Excuse me?
2: I blame Mike That's... entirely.
0: Okay, then we'll just divert it right back to Mike. It's all his fault. That's all right. right. But yeah, I picked up a bunch of, uh, I got a few laser discs, which are awesome. I got some DVD, old used DVDs, I got a huge collection of them, and some Blu-rays and some other stuff that I probably should not have spent money on, but uh, it was an awesome trip. Um, Let's see, what have I been doing recently? Oh, I played, again, Portal 1 and 2. I don't have a reason for why I played them, I just thought about them, and I'm like, huh, I'm gonna go play Portal One again, and I ripped through it in like I don't know. That game's so short. Like once you like know how to solve the puzzles and stuff, um, cleared through it. I'm like, oh, I might as well start Part Two while I'm here, and it started going through that, and I'm like, oh my god, I love these games. I never played them. Um, oh, they're so good. I I just love the. It's. I mean, you kind of like puzzle games, right? I do. I'm surprised you haven't gotten into these because it's <clears throat> there's so much um attitude behind the puzzles and you're constantly being berated by a sentient evil robot and that's (laughs) hilarious so i definitely recommend those i've been playing bloodstained ritual of the night which came out this year uh castlevania clone by the guy who made the castlevania symphony of the night style games uh which is awesome i'm sure we'll be talking about it on our next video game episode and i did catch the irishman this week oh i watched that too Oh, you did? Yep. Um, Okay, so in terms of Scorsese movies, what did you think of it?
1: Um, I gave it like an 8 out of 10, personally. I thought it was good. I thought it wasn't as good as, like, Goodfellas and Casino. Right.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's pinnacle. I mean, in my opinion, that's one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: But I I liked it. I I really enjoyed it. It's kind of hard to, like, hate, you know, the cast and everything, and the acting was phenomenal. Everything was great in it, but... I just felt like this... I don't know. Like, something was missing for me. I don't... The de-aging thing kind of bugged me at first. But then, I kind of got used to it. But I felt like... I, uh, I felt like there was so much in there that they skipped a lot. Ah, they seen what the, shoe, you the son of a fuck?
0: Bitch. Odie!
1: You scared the shit out of me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: God damn it, Odie! <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is what this has to be at the start. So God damn it, he's eating he's, a shoe. Yeah, that's got to, He ate that,
0: my fucking shoe, that motherfucker. I have <laughs> one pair of actual dress shoes. Oh. And no. he fucking chewed up the toe of one. I gave you chew toys. That's why they're there. Oh.
2: That's gotta be at the start of the episode. <laughs> God
0: damn it,
1: that motherfucker.
2: Dude, you I'm scared sorry. the piss out of me. Sorry
1: everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to, well, I'm talking. I hear, ah, I and mean,
0: it scared the hell. Like, I just more, looked know. over at him. I'm like, huh, he's being quiet. <laughs> no, get away from that. Other but yeah. I, I...
1: <laughs> get the Leave shoes it. out of the picture.
0: Leave it. <laughs> oh, now Ziggy's what up. What the oh, hell's going God. on now? Hey, <laughs> God, <laughs> I got, I right, continue, Mike. I have to go move a couple shoes. All right.
2: Well swear, like, We're just waiting for your cats to kick off now
1: Yeah I know she's sleeping Oh that's alright But yeah I liked uh, I, I mean did you see Irishman Shane? I haven't no Okay well I don't know who I'm going to be speaking to then <laughs> 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 Ryan's gone I don't know who I'm going to talk to Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wait for him Yeah Okay
2: so what porn have you been watching recently, Mike?
1: <laughs> oh man, oh, God damn <laughs> the the best kind. Oh hey, um, but yeah, what I what I didn't like about Irishmen, Ryan, you are there, right?
0: I am here. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh. <laughs> well, like they kind of like get s- into shoes now. That motherfucker, he's <laughs> going back there. <to.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like they skimmed a lot of the story over Robert De Niro's character. Like, there was so much story involved. And, like, one moment, he's like, hey, I'm making you... It's, I guess I'm going to say a spoiler if you haven't seen it. So, if you want to watch Irishman, don't listen, don't I guess. Don't <laughs> <laughs> In the next, like, ten seconds. But they made, like, Robert De Niro... There, uh, he was like, hey... You know, uh, Jimmy Hoffman's was like, hey, I'm going to make you president of Local 357 or whatever. And De Niro's was like, that's cool. And, like, a couple scenes later, he's, like, being... They have, like, a dinner thrown for him for being, like, a great union leader, and he's seen, like, none of that. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there was a lot of story missing. Like, I could have probably sat
0: and watched another three hours of this. Wow. Um, a lot of people are complaining about the length. I'm surprised I, to I didn't.
1: I, it took me, like, two days to watch it, but, I I uh-huh. mean, it's a Scorsese movie, you know? It's, like, yeah, I expect.
0: I purposefully didn't start it one night. Like Elisa wanted was like, Oh, let's watch that I you know, the Scorsese movie and I'm like, No. And she goes, What do you mean no? I'm like, It's like nine thirty and you have to work tomorrow. You're not gonna stay up for this. So we didn't watch it till the next day when I'm like, See, now you have nothing to do And then we watched it and she's like, Yeah, you're right, I would not have kept up the entire movie that night. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I did. I liked it a lot. I thought it was more along the lines of like a casino, which I really like casino, in that it's not as, I don't know, I guess over the top as Goodfellas, which I I mean, I love Goodfellas more. I think it's just crazy. Right. Uh, but, it, you know, it was a great story. The acting was phenomenal and everybody. I mean, the only negative thing I would say was um, the de aging on De Niro. Um,
1: yeah, his blue eyes are going to haunt me for the rest of my yeah, life.
0: Yeah, his eyes are weird, and there are certain scenes where you can tell it's an 80-year-old man <laughs> trying to beat someone up, and you're like... But he's supposed to be whatever in his 30s or something in the scene. And you're like, yeah, that this guy's not moving like somebody in their 30s.
1: <laughs> like in the beginning where they de-age him and he's driving that truck. And I'm like, so De Niro's character got into all this when he's like 60 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <You can't, laughs> he's got can't like a little really kid <laughs> like, at
0: all. Like what are you? What are you doing? Just get another actor to play him or something. I know, right? I mean, yeah, De Niro, you know, made his big mark in Godfather Two, playing a young uh, Brando, right? Yeah. I don't know, but I did love Joe Pesci in it. I was so, oh my god! It was I, so awesome to see him back, right?
1: Yeah, I, I loved. I I even love Pacino in it. I I mean, I I love Pacino and everything he's done, except like Jack and Jill, but. Like, <laughs> you know, he recently, I don't know if you heard, but he recently came out and said that he does those bad movies on purpose to make them from bad to mediocre. What? Yeah, you can look it up. He, he recently said that. That's awesome. Yeah, hes I mean, he I loved him in this. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned the whole De Niro thing not moving like a 30-year-old. Because remember the one scene where that... Uh, a dude from Snatch. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he's like the other like local, uh, like leader.
0: Right. The, the other
1: president rep guy. Yep. And he likes he like tackles Pacino, and they yeah. like show at him from like the background, and you could tell like Pacino that is not a seventy five year old man you like wrestling.
0: Mike, I remember watching that and saying like I like I turned to Elisa and said, yes, you see that wasn't Pacino, but I'm okay exactly. with it. Like yeah, just put somebody else in there. But uh, yeah, no, I liked the movie. I thought it was I thought it was really good. And anybody that likes Scorsese movies, I think should definitely watch it because, you know, it's it's a, it's a crime. It's all these classic <laughs> actors and stuff. When are you going to see another movie like this again?
1: And that's what a lot of people are saying. They're saying like this is going to be the last of those Scorsese type mob movies. And I I can't see them making anything else like that. I, I was reading that all these studios uh, didn't want to work with Scorsese.
0: That is Be- insane.
1: Because they they thought that no one would want to, like, with this old cast, they thought no one would watch it. I'm like, how fucking out of touch are you?
0: Yeah. I asked my mom if she watched it, and she just hadn't had a chance. She, like, ran out of the room screaming so I wouldn't spoil anything. <laughs> She's like, don't say anything, no! <laughs> and
1: then, like, Netflix picked it up. They're like, well, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, you know? right. So. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that was good. I recommend it. Um, The only other thing I'm going to say that uh, I haven't gotten into yet, but I will be doing, Mike, is I'm going to cram as many 2019 horror movies in as I can before we record our next episode.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do the same. I I, I
0: stopped my 365 days of horror, but
1: I'm going to try to watch as many of those as I can, too.
0: I got a stack of Blu-rays that came in recently, and I'm like, I just got to start plowing through these. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Because I don't remember any, like, super great ones this year. Oh, our list is going to be awesome. I'm very excited for it. All right, fellas, what do you say we get into our topic for today? All right. Shane, are you prepped?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as prepped as I'll ever be. I've got a cat sat in front of the PC at the moment, so I've literally got... A cat covering half the fucking screen.
0: Excellent. So you can't even read the notes you never took.
2: No, no, <laughs> can't even do that.
0: I've just uh, realized
1: that. We'll see. I also have read it up as well on one side of the screen. I have Skype on the other, and uh, I've just realized I've been watching the same GIF for the f- past fifteen minutes of <laughs> an owl just diving into the
0: snow. <laughs> Did it, get the, did it get a mouse?
1: I don't know. It just looks looks up and looks around. All right. It's,
2: that's my lighter.
1: <laughs> so if you don't hear me speaking, I've been watching this owl. <laughs>
0: I've been staring at the owl. Yes. Well, if anyone's listening to this, they're, they're probably not. listening to it on Friday the 13th. Oh! <laughs> Fellas, did we go three for three on hitting our Friday the 13th this year? Let's see
1: when you get done editing this, all right? Yeah. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not go suck at each other's dicks quite
0: yet, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I know we did at least one of them. I think I got one of them out of Friday the 13th. Maybe we'll, get, did. Maybe we'll get the rest of them out, this, this one on there, too. But we're going to finish up our Friday the 13th series remakes. Finally! <laughs> Shane can breathe a sigh of relief.
2: Fucking Roy, I can breathe. I can breathe.
0: <laughs> but we're not out of the water yet, boys. We're starting off with number nine. Huh. Jason goes to hell. The final Friday. <sighs> this <laughs> released on August thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, nineteen ninety-three. Uh, it had a three million dollar budget. Was shot in California. It only made $16 which is a little lower than I think the last set we talked about. Um, And it was directed by Adam Marcus, uh, a first-time director known for pretty much not anything else. He did also direct another movie called Secret Santa, which I may or may not have watched. I do not remember.
1: That sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh,
0: 2018 now. Oh, is that when it was? I just looked at it on IMDb and I didn't write the date down. So I probably, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, unless it was that movie that was half Australian. He
1: wrote.
0: He wrote Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh God! Oh, you mean the worst <laughs> Texas Chainsaw? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right. So, who wants to explain to me the plot of Jason Goes to Hell? I will. I just yes. watched it yesterday. Excellent. So,
1: there's. I guess in the beginning of the movie, he's not. A child anymore from the end of jason eight <laughs> and this is going to be a continuous thing as we go from jason to jason it just takes place in a time where he's back without a uh explanation of why so uh oh, man i'm like drawing a blade i just watched this fucking oh thing yesterday blowing it <clears throat> so okay yeah um Jason goes to hell. So he's so this this very attractive young lady is in a like house and she's uh going through the shed and she's like I don't know why. I don't I don't know. They don't they don't fucking prep anything for this movie. They just have things happen. Long story short, Jason comes out of nowhere and he's chasing this woman who's very attractive, if I didn't say that already. And uh he chases her to like this little field, and she does like a, like a flip, and <laughs> all these like FBI agents come out of nowhere, and they were like tr- trying to trap Jason. You know, he comes out of nowhere, and he's like looking all around like a scared animal, and they're just like blowing his brains out and like uh, shooting him and everything, and they're
0: like, "Yeah, we got him." Keep talking, Mike. I'm gonna go start the chicken. <laughs> okay.
1: So they ended up uh, quote unquote killing Jason. And um, I guess throughout this entire time, this like (laughs) bounty hunter by the name of Creighton Duke, who, by the way, is a huge dickhead in this movie. I they made him as unlikable as possible. So. um, So Creighton Duke's watching them kill Jason, and I guess he's got a history with Jason somehow. He's not in any previous movies and they they blow Jason up, and Creighton's like, "Yeah, that's that's uh, not gonna happen." Like he knows that Jason's not really dead. So they, long story short, they they pick up his still beating heart, and they bring Jason to the morgue, and the dude working on Jason and like picking him apart and everything. Uh, okay, so. This is where it gets kind of confusing. So I guess in this film they're saying that Jason is the way that he is and the reason why he keeps coming back is because of demons and like right. this like life blood thing, not life blood but like this like life uh like energy thing. So when the the morgue guy is like working on him, like these these balls of light shoot up and they go into the morgue guy. And he becomes the new Jason.
0: You're missing one very, very important thing that I feel <laughs> needs Is to it be re- mentioned. <laughs> what? It's when he eats his heart. <laughs> oh yeah. He takes huge hug like a huge the biggest bites you've ever seen. Like imagine the fattest like sandwich you've ever had in your hands and you just gotta like tear into it. That's what this guy's doing to the heart.
1: Yeah, he's like staring at this this heart and it's beating. And at first you think, Oh man, he's kinda scared, but no, he just starts eating it. For no reason whatsoever. It looks so good. It looks great. It looks like a big thick boy heart. You know, it's still beating and everything. He picks it up. He's like, ah, starts eating it. And he becomes the new Jason. And that's how the story kind of goes. Like this, this uh, Jason energy is going from host to host and it keeps wanting to go to a different host for some damn reason. And this movie sets up that that's why Jason keeps coming back. That his body is just a hunk of meat. It's just a vessel for what Jason really is. So that's why he keeps choosing this body, and that's why this has never happened before. And any other Jason, like it just, uh, <laughs> it just does not make sense. Um, but yeah, it's it has horrible cast of characters. But I gotta say, <laughs> a
0: horrible cast of characters.
1: I gotta say, if this wasn't a Jason movie, I probably would end up liking it because I feel like the movie's kind of fun, and I feel like the gore is there, and the story's kind of neat. But as long as it wasn't Jason, I would have enjoyed it a lot more.
0: Yeah, I, I I also think this movie is hampered by being a Friday the Thirteenth. It, it I mean, I wouldn't say it quite ventures into the Halloween 3 territory. But it does, in a sense, that the movie's not as bad as everyone says it is.
1: You know, I, I was thinking that. Because for the longest time, I think I've only seen this movie, like, twice before. And I was like, man, this movie's fucking garbage. Worst in the franchise, this and that. But it's like, I was watching it yesterday. I'm like, you know, if Jason wasn't in this and they made it, like, a different thing then I probably would have liked it more. It's from, like, 93, good yep. gore in it. It's, like, it's kind of fun, and I don't know. It wasn't It wasn't as bad as I remember it. Except the lead guy with the glasses. He can <laughs> Guys, fuck off. He
0: sucks. He sucks. Creighton
1: Duke is garbage.
0: Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let me ask you a question. What do you think of when you think of the words Jason Voorhees? What do you mean? His his hockey mask. No, <laughs> Creighton Duke's line is. Oh, I don't I thi- remember that. I think of a little girl in a pink dress. Yeah, sticking, like sticking a hot dog through a donut.
1: Yeah, what the fuck was that all about?
0: <laughs> I have no idea, but I loved it. Um, I so I watched this recently. This last watch I just did was with the director and writer's commentary on, which I highly recommend to anyone that owns the DVD. I guess, I don't know if there's a Blu-ray. There probably is. Um, but they go through, like, all the explanations they have, and apparently one of the mandates from the studio was every seven minutes you need to show boobs and you need to show gore. And they were like, well, that's ridiculous. We're not going to do that. and and But the studio kept coming back at them like, no, no, no. You need to really up the boobs. You need to really up the gore. So they're like, all right, we're going to up the nudity and the gore. And they started putting in a whole bunch of male nudity because they were like, (laughs) their, their reasoning was, fuck this bullshit. We're not just going to put a whole bunch of boobs in here. We're also going to show some schlong. Like, that was their, like, goal was to, like, put as much male nudity in as possible. I don't know why. And they also wanted some crazy, like... I guess just, like, sexual nonsense. Maybe that's why he brings up, like, a little girl in a pink dress and a hot dog. I don't know. But the the Creighton Duke thing, why is he in this and not Tommy Jarvis? Why is, yeah, it, why is it I, Tommy Jarvis hunting Jason?
1: Exactly. And I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the rights to Tommy Jarvis as a character. Oh, did that. Because that's why this isn't called uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. And it's yeah. just called maybe Jason we'll, Goes to Hell because of the, the rights
2: thing.
1: So I don't know. Maybe they but I don't understand why they made Creighton Duke have a history with Jason Voorhees. Which they like, don't explain. They don't explain at all. But isn't there uh there's a comic book, isn't there? Bridging from eight to nine?
0: Yes. Yeah. And so um,
1: is Creighton Duke in that?
0: So I don't I don't remember if they I don't remember if they um the director said he was in that, but he said there was a whole scene of explanatory dialogue that got cut where Creighton Duke explains why he hunts Jason. And it's basically because he took his high school sweetheart to Camp Crystal Lake to make out or something, and Jason killed her. And that's why Creighton Duke hunts Jason.
1: I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't even add that in. Like, that know. would have been a two-minute scene. <laughs>
0: you yes. know what well, I mean? Like a flashback. Just give me that. I think it was supposed to go... Do you remember the part where he's in the he's in the jail talking mm-hmm. to the main character and breaking the main character's fingers?
1: Yeah, that's... I fucking hate that scene.
0: <laughs> I think it was supposed to be part of that. And they were like, this is way too long. <laughs> so leave
1: the finger breaking in, yes. but take out necessary... Okay.
0: Um. There There were a lot of parts I liked in this. Um. I think the... Uh, I liked the... The coffee shop owner and his wife. God. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know why. <laughs> like he it's picks supposed that guy to look like a
1: hockey mask. You see, you could take all this out and look, a new patty.
0: <laughs> and you oh save God. that much meat. <laughs> and then he dunks the guy into the, in the fry oil. It's so yeah. good. Uh, yeah, the kills are great in this. And I feel like it would only be better if it was actually a guy in a Jason suit doing the kills. Yeah. You know dude melting. It. Dude melting was awesome. There's yeah. a lot of great special effects in this. Um the cameos from like and I don't mean people cameos, I mean like items. There's the Necronomicon is in Jason's mm-hmm. house. Um there's the 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 cage from the um the the like jungle gym from the birds mm-hmm. is set up in their front yard. There's the um what do you call it? Uh, well, the crate from uh, Creepshow is down in the basement, and those were all just given to these guys to be like, yeah, go ahead, put them in the movie. Who gives You know, shit?
1: it was actually kind of funny. I just read, I was <laughs> looking up IMDb, because what am I going to do, watch the movie? And I was watching IMDb <laughs> Trivia, and, uh, or reading up IMDb Trivia, and I guess that the Necronomicon was given to the, the guys making the movie by Sam Raimi, but not by the person who designed the Necronomicon prop. Oh, Rob Tappert? Yes. So they, so I guess Sam Raimi sent a letter to Rob Tappert. He was like, "Hey, sorry that you know we didn't get your permission." And I guess Rob's like, just because of that reason, he's like, "I'll never lend out another uh, prop ever again."
0: I mean, why did he get it back? Maybe he never got it back.
1: I don't know. I guess he wanted he wanted credit. Oh, something. Yeah.
0: I don't know why. I just thought about that part in the Hateful Eight. <laughs> where Kurt Russell smashes that priceless guitar. Why did you <laughs> I don't oh, know, yeah. I just think people regretting lending things to movies. <laughs>
1: yeah, that Nerconomicon kind of scene's great.
0: I don't know. It's dumb. It's just like dumb shit they put in there. And now you're yeah. thinking like, oh, is that like is Jason part of like the evil dead demons? Is it's like you know, whatever the demons that are coming out of him. What was the deal with like the worm? with the little arms and legs that comes out of one of the bodies one time and then ber- rebirths himself in his sister? Is that what happened, if I remember right?
1: Uh, yeah. See, a lot, this movie just kind of adds a lot of things to the, um, What what's the word? Adds on things to, like, the lore of Jason, yep. but doesn't explain anything. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, hey, this would be cool. <laughs> you know, this has never been done before. Might as well.
0: <laughs> We're going to put it in here. We're going to
1: put in a Jason movie. <clears throat> so, what did I you know. think,
0: Shane? We haven't heard from you on
2: this. I haven't watched Jason Goes to Hell since it was released. So I don't remember fuck all about it. To be Do quite you honest. remember
0: the part where Jason gives the sexiest shave job to one of the cops because he won't, <laughs> he won't inhabit the body if the guy has a mustache? No. <laughs> Trust me, it's in there. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it wasn't Jason, it was the more guy.
0: No, that yeah, but Jason wasn't having him.
1: I right, I right, man, like you said, if they just would have made Jason doing all this. Like I would pay wait, wait, money wait, wait. to <laughs> you see Jason one. shave a man. <laughs> <laughs> just give I, me just give me a couple minutes of him just shaving.
0: Just shaving someone else. And like mm-hmm. the, the guy's in full bondage gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's ridiculous. Like, you try to explain one scene, and you're like, I can't. I don't even know what's going on. It's fucking nuts.
1: But I want to say... Uh-oh. Oh, oh, my oh God.
0: here we go, folks. This is it. <laughs> At least my cat's sleeping.
1: But I gotta say, that ending scene. With, you know... Oh,
0: with the, with the glove that pops up?
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: That is very cool. I remember when I was a little kid seeing this. Uh, or I guess in 93 or 94, whenever I saw it on VHS, um, I was like, holy shit. Here hmm. we go. This is it.
2: Yeah. I can't
0: wait to watch this movie when I'm a sophomore in college.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, this movie kind of sucks. But, like, I, I still find it, I, I, I like it a lot better now than I did. The the whole, like, oh, uh, Voorhees must be killed by another Voorhees thing is really (laughs) stupid
0: with the magic dagger
1: with the magic dagger from like evil dead and (laughs) she just like karate kicks it right into his chest and then that kills jason for good until he's
0: just back (laughs) in the next one again (laughs) that has no explanation whatsoever so, I was surprised, Mike, that, like, I posted something about watching this on the uh, Facebook group, and we got a lot of feedback of people that were defending this. Really? Oh, yeah. So, of course, George Pastori, one of our good friends, says, just watch The Curse of Michael Myers instead and call it a day, uh, which <laughs> is <laughs> definitely the worst Michael Myers movie mm-hmm. Um Sean Mullaney says it's the worst one, in my opinion, which Connor Blackman then defends by saying he thinks five and one are the worst. Oh, Connor, that's no. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm with you on five. Randy Spurlock says she loves this one. Very 90s with all the melted flesh. Yeah. Uh, Amy Davis Tobin gives maybe the worst answer and says Jason takes Manhattan is the best one. What? Yeah. Best one? No. Oh my God. Kevin Fair said it isn't that bad. Okay, it's not the best, but not the worst either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm with him on that one.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of up there now. Not up there, but I don't know. I, I really like the Jason franchise and the Friday Thirteenth franchise, but like, I would still rank this one pretty low, even though I don't mind it as much now.
0: Yeah, I mean, the you know what I mean. Right? The real problem is there's so much fun in some of the other ones, but yeah. I gotta say my favorite comment was from John Smith, whose comment is "Fuck you, this movie is awesome. <laughs> Don't at me." P.S. I'm an admin. I'm an admin defender of it on Terror in Podnito. <laughs> so go listen to the Terra in Podnito podcast and let him know that his opinions on uh, on Jason Goes to Hell are garbage. <laughs> but no i like the movie I, I like uh i just thought that was funny fuck you this is movie's movie's awesome <laughs>
1: yeah, i'm gonna have to try to find this can i like buy it on blu-ray or what dude i don't know oh okay shane is you it? just bought
0: that box set was it in that set no that, that you sold, sold it. Like a week later
1: i i torrented this straight up i'm like fuck i'm not renting this I'm not trying to find it. It's on no streaming services. I'm like, there's no.
0: That's so surprising. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, I know the DVD version has both the rated and unrated cuts, but the director's commentary is only on the unrated version. So.
1: Oh, there's. Oh, looking at Adam Marcus, he's going to be a writer on Hearts of Darkness, the making of the final Friday. It's a documentary coming out next year. So I guess they're doing a making of documentary on Jason Goes to Hell.
0: That I will watch.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, awesome. All right, let's move on to the next one, fellas. Jason X. Um, uh, All right. (laughs) That's Cy. That's Cy in the beginning. I did not watch this one for this this podcast. Uh, I've watched it many times. I started Um, it today.
1: Cause I get mixed up our times, so I thought I had another hour. I'm like, oh, I'm to get Jason X in, but I only watched the first like 20 minutes of it.
0: Nah, those are the best parts, the best 20 minutes first. So this was a 14 million dollar budget. Uh, it was shot in Toronto, but I guess it doesn't really matter where it was shot because most of it was inside a spaceship. <laughs> um, released on April 26, 2002, uh, it only made 17 million. Or if you take the budget and figure out how much they probably spent on advertising. They definitely lost money on this movie. Uh, I think this is the first Friday the 13th they lost money on. Um, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with this in that the first time I watched it, I watched it in the theater with a bunch of my friends and literally zero other people in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we laughed so yeah. fucking hard that we had such a great time. And, like, I sort of relive that every time I watch it. So I uh, I have kind of a skewed view of this movie. Uh, but basically the plot is it's the future at some point. I don't remember the exact numbers.
1: I think um, 2455 or something.
0: It's no, in the, when, yeah. when they first capture Jason.
1: I think when they first capture him, is it's like 2010.
0: Okay, so they they get a hold- they capture Jason after a killing spree. They imprison him, and the way they decide to keep him from killing other people is to freeze him. So they go to freeze him, something gets fucked up and Jason pokes a hole through the thing and stabs one of the scientist girls whose brother I think if I remember right got killed by Jason, and she freezes too. Fast forward like 400 years, the earth has been <laughs> essentially abandoned so
1: fucking stupid
0: it is (laughs) Uh, this is why i love this movie because as ridiculous as the pot as the plot to jason goes to hell was i feel like they're like oh yeah we could outdo that yeah (laughs) so it's the future some teenagers are on a field trip with their (laughs) professor to go explore the old earth and they find this old installation where they find a frozen jason and this frozen girl and then the frozen Jason body cuts off a CGI arm that was supposed to be attached to some guy. But nobody's all that concerned about it. <laughs> they just like pick up his arm and give it to him. Which the whole interaction during that scene I think is hilarious. Uh, it turns yeah. out they have fancy technology to reattach limbs and do all kinds of stuff back on the, on the it's spaceship. It's basically
1: like a hey look what we could what we could do with CGI.
0: Yes. And it sucks.
1: Yeah it's terrible.
0: Um, Let's see. They get on the spaceship and they're headed back and the professor then realizes that this is the Jason Voorhees and apparently his body's worth money to some creepy collectors or something. And he, Jason thaws out and starts killing people and that's about it for that movie. They're on a space station and Jason kills people. Yep. Um, it kills them. The kills are... I, I like some of them. Well, we forgot to talk about some of the kills in the last one. But this one, I, in my opinion, the number one kill, which is maybe one of the top five kills in Friday the 13th history. In
1: in, in a lot of horror
0: movies, I'd say. The head smash in this yeah. is so, so good. I think it's like near perfect. Dunks a lady's head in, in the liquid nitrogen and just... And the, it's all over the place. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But I—I I mean, I. There other ones are okay, but there are some really, really bad ones. Like there's that guy that gets stuck on the, the screw, and he just like slowly oh, that's spirals so down. Bad, yeah. And it Looks. Oh god, it looks so bad. Um, there's a bunch of nudity in this, or at least a little bit of nudity. Um, there's the the naked robot with the glass nipples. <laughs> Why are they made of glass?
1: It's the future. Everything's made of
0: glass. <laughs> the nipples are glass <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know I hated I absolutely hated and it's so cringy even to this day when she, that the robot gets her like upgrade so she could fight Jason and I'm just like ugh I can't believe I'm watching this I can't remember did this come out before or after Resident Evil
1: it had to <laughs> been before I think Resident Evil came out in 2003 Hold on.
0: Yeah, we need a quick check on this.
1: Oh, uh, Resident Evil came out in two thousand two. So yeah, it came out before Resident oh, Evil. Oh
0: well, okay. Then they even if it did come out like just before, just after, whatever. They probably didn't copy it because of when <laughs> they filmed. But when she turns into like Mila Jolovich and is like shooting him from around her back and all this shit, I'm just like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I'm watching this. I hope no one comes in and sees me watching this. I see. I have a soft spot for this movie too. I haven't watched it
1: that many times, but, like, Uber Jason looks so badass. <laughs> and I just, it's really hard, because I have a nostalgic moment for this, too. I have said it on another podcast, but, like, I remember the trailer for this movie when it was coming out. And, like, the only thing I remember out of that trailer is that stupid uh, girl in it. And she's like, maybe he just wants his machete back. <laughs> that is and a great line. And I'm like, man, like, this movie's hard to hate because it's so over the top. And, like, I don't know. I just, it's, it's fun to me. I love this series so much. It's so out, out of control.
0: Yeah. What, what do you think of this one, Shane? This is, this is right up your alley, I feel like.
2: Well, <clears throat> I kind of agree with you guys. The film kind of sucks on a lot of levels. But some of the kills, I mean, the liquid nitrogen kill was always my favorite. Um, but, yeah, Uber Jason fucking rocked. It was the bit when the nanobites are so just going in and just like completely repairing his body. And then when he gets up and he's got the blood red eyes and you're like, Holy shit. <laughs> I just loved that scene. I just thought that was really cool.
0: I did uh, like the um what, what was that guy's name? I don't I don't know. He plays like the security captain or whatever. He's the guy that like tackles Jason in the end. Um, I don't even know. Uh... I don't remember. I don't remember the character's name or the actors. I didn't obviously do enough prep for this one, Uh, but I thought he was great. I loved him in that movie. Um, The ending of it leaves it open for a future sequel, so there's always a chance we can get Jason X to maybe on Friday the Thirteenth part, like twenty or something. They'll do. See, that's a problem with Jason X.
1: That's a problem with them having the sequels so far in the future, because you know, no matter what Jason comes out next. If it's like canon, I guess, like it's canon,
0: it's it's gonna end
1: with him going to space somehow. Oh my god! You know, like they they're gonna have to reboot this franchise. We're never gonna get a Jason X two. There is not even a slim chance in hell they're gonna return to this Jason. There's no way. They may have
0: they may have made a comic that takes place after this. That would be cool. Um, I uh, I don't know that even I would want to look it up because I've read some of the Jason comics and they suck. They're just... I mean, I'm not going to say specifically which ones, but some of them are bad. Um, so I don't... I don't know how that one ho- would work. I haven't read it, but I don't know. I'm not looking for it, to be honest. I don't think I want to see how it turns out. Um, so I know we skipped it over this, but I wanted to mention, um what you thought maybe the best kill was in Jason goes to hell Mike do a little backtracking
1: um i would probably say that melting it wasn't really a, yeah, i guess it was a kill that melting scene was badass yeah like that those effects on that scene were phenomenal like the dude's jaw melts off and gets attached to the floor it was sweet uh, i don't know um i can't really remember too many other ones maybe when he elbows that that fat uh, the owner of the oh and her like whole face caves her whole in jaw caves in. and then he just hits her with like an iron and he, or like
0: whatever it was and she just dies. That one's good. I love. I want to uh, stand out was the so the girl's having sex with the guy. She's on top and the spike goes through her chest and he just splits her in half by pulling up. <laughs> oh. Awesome, absolutely awesome! I got a lot of love for that kill. uh In this movie, I think would we all agree the head smash. Is there another yeah. kill that stands out besides that, Mike?
1: Um, I don't remember to be honest. Like the only thing I really remember about this movie is that head smash. It's so well done.
2: Actually, I yeah. do remember when he go when uh, Jason goes into the VR part, and um, there's the two girls at the, at the lake and uh, they're standing oh, there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's like, we want to smoke some pot and have some premarital sex? And then the next scene is like they're both in the sleeping bag and he's like beating them to death. And just, <laughs> ow! Ow!
0: <laughs> if I remember right, the rumor is that they asked Kane Hodder which was his favorite kill that he wanted to recreate, and he said, I want another try at the sleeping bag scene. Right. I, I think that's what they said. That's how they came up with that. So that's a great one all right fellas let's get it to some Ooh, that felt great that sounded gross
1: (laughs) it was let go on i'm sorry
0: (laughs) next up we got freddy versus jason uh the one everyone's been waiting for this one had a 30 million dollar budget which is pretty fucking high compared to the rest uh, shot in Canada, I think Vancouver-ish area, somewhere over there, West Coast. Um, and this movie made $114 million, which, although it had a higher budget to make, um, puts it in one of the top grossing of all the Jason movies. I'm sorry,
1: which one were we doing? I was drifting off. Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Val texted me about a doctor's appointment. I was focused on that. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm going to have to bail off this one as well, guys, because I'm I'm falling asleep here.
0: Alright, Shane. We'll see if we can bring you back and along with the rest of our audience. I guess that tells you how good our podcast is going. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When our fucking hosts are falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. This one's directed by Ronnie Yu who, up to this point, made a bunch of movies in Asia that I never heard of and Bride of Chucky, which I think is why he got this job. Uh, which is a big return for Chucky. Um, they recast Jason as Ken Kurtzinger in this, and I mean, objectively, I think he does a really good job. But it was still kind of a dick move to push Kane Hodder out of the way. What? So, what's the story behind that? The story was uh, they knew that they were making, they were going to finally make the Freddy vs. Jason, and Kane Hodder basically assumed, oh well, obviously I'm Jason. I've been Jason for. The last, whatever, four or five movies. And um, apparently the studio said, oh, shit, Robert England is like six foot. We need a Jason that's like six three. Like we need a really tall one. And Kane Hodder's not that tall. So they immediately like wrote him off despite not even thinking like, oh, maybe we can put him in some taller shoes or fucking shoot it in a different way. I don't know. Um, so they looked for a stuntman that was taller that could play Jason, and that's how they got Ken Kurtzinger. And they essentially just never contacted him and started making it. Uh, They they apparently did reach out to CJ Graham, who played him in part six, and CJ turned it down saying, no, that's a dick move to Kane Hodder. I'm not taking this job because he's friends with Kane Hodder. Wow. So... I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of sketchy the way they did it. Uh, I, I do think Ken does a great job playing Jason. I like the way he plays him. I mean, it's it's stupid to talk about someone playing Jason in, in some way, but I feel like it adds to the movies. When you have somebody that sucks or doesn't care, it sort of changes the way you look at him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Kane Hodder as Jason, but I don't like the way Kane Hodder... Uh, he th- like, I feel like he thinks he's the definitive Jason, and I I, I don't agree with that.
0: He's a lot of people's favorites, man. I mean, I, I even me part seven. He's fucking so good as Jason. That oh movie. yeah,
1: he's great. I mean, but I like I like the. I guess I like the taller, more brutal Jason, like mm-hmm. that we get later.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, so this movie, uh, I'll run through the plot. Basically, Jason's in hell. So, Mike, this does do a little follow up from. Jason goes to hell, I guess you could call it. Okay. Uh, Freddy realizes he has no power in the real world anymore because he only has power when people are afraid of him. And they did touch on this in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially the last one, and I think the one before if people don't know about Freddy, he doesn't have his power. So Freddy hatches a plan where he resurrects Jason, sends him out on a killing spree on Elm Street, knowing that... The cops and everybody else would be like, oh, my God, it's Freddy. Freddy's back and drive up more fear for Freddy, which gets him more power so he could come back and start killing more people and become stronger. Um, little plot twist. Turns out if you resurrect Jason and send him on a killing spree, he doesn't stop. He just keeps murdering people. <laughs> and I, I I, don't know. I've, I love this movie so much. I have so many dumb I have so much dumb love for this movie because it's goofy and it's stupid and it's exactly what I want in a Freddy versus Jason movie. It's got the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. It's got the the Jason stuff and merges them together. The music is great. I, I like the coloring and the look of the movie itself. It's real cartoony. But I think when you have such a dumb concept, you need to lean into it. And it's exactly what they did. They just were like, all right, we're going to do completely over the top. Craziest Jason Kills, weird Freddy CGI shit, just, like, really pour it on and have a blast doing it. I And they nailed it, man. I, I love this movie. Watching it again, uh, was it last night or the night before? I don't know, but I was like, this is even better than, like, when I first watched it. I have so much fun watching this movie. The kills are amazing. The fucking, the characters are good which I haven't seen good characters in any of these movies since like, I don't know, part six, maybe. <laughs> and I don't know. It was fun. It's just a really, really fun movie. And I think even like, this is the kind of movie I could even show Elisa and she would laugh at and be like, mm-hmm. this is really stupid, but not be horrified because it's a bad over the top, like slasher movie. Um. So I don't know. What do you think of this movie? Mike, I uh, I like it. I
1: I think it's. Just, I've gone on record, I guess, and said that this is like one of the best soundtracks to a movie ever.
0: Oh yeah, we um, mentioned that on our soundtrack episode.
1: It's it like pure early two thousands. I think early two thousand, right?
0: Yeah, oh uh, three, I think.
1: Yeah, so this is like pure early two thousands, like new metal. <laughs> you know, it's it was right where I was, like in Hot Topic phase and everything, and. uh yeah, I mean it's a it's a super fun movie. I I like the story a lot. I think it would be um, realistic for the character of Freddy to try to like get Jason resurrected and have him do his dirty work to get people scared again. Um, it's got you know everyone's kind of hyping for the fight of Freddy versus Jason, and you you get it. It's like it kind of ticks a lot of boxes for what you wanted to watch out of this movie and get out of it. So, I think it's kind of neat. I think, yeah, I, it could be like a direct sequel to Jason Goes to Hell. So, I, I like it too. It's a fun movie.
0: Shane, what do you think?
2: I like this movie. Um, I think the uh, the female lead was a bit flaky, but um, other than that, I really enjoyed the movie. I loved the kills, the um. The Jay Silent Bob parody in there with the stoner dude I thought was hilarious.
0: Why was that Jay? I don't think I've ever even like found that out. Why'd they make a guy that's exactly like Jay from Jay Silent Bob?
2: I have no clue. <laughs> but um, you know, it's like you can tell he's just such a fucking stoner and they even have their own Scooby van, you know, so that was pretty it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I thought some of the some of the kills in it were quite entertaining. Um it was the it's just freddy just like teasing jason left right and center and the big fight <coughs> when he's throwing jason around like a pinball mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that was kind of funny but i did like the final fight the final fight with jason and freddy in the cabin as it's burning down around them i thought that was really cool
0: it looks so good it it <laughs> visually this movie i think is uh, maybe the best looking friday the 13th movie
2: Agreed, and again, like Mike said, the soundtrack was amazing as well because it had Spine Shank, it had Kill Switch Engage, and Type O Negative. Was not Cold Chamber <coughs> on there as well, or was it? Yeah, Chamber,
0: Mushroom, Head. Mushroom Head was on there. Cold Chamber had um.
1: Ah. Uh, Cold Chamber released a song on there that was unreleased at the time. Yeah, and this was also Devil Driver's debut. Because uh, the lead really? singer, yeah, Des Fafara, he was creating Devil Driver at the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're putting a, a song out on the new Freddy vs. Jason. Because I think their self titled came out in 2003 as well. So I remember what? going to the website and having a full track list. You, could, you were able to stream it and everything. And it was like, wow. Devil Driver put out uh, Swing in the Dead on that. Okay. So, you have the
0: soundtrack for that, don't you, Mike?
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: Wasn't In Flames on that too? I think I had that soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I uh, Cloud Connected. I think I'm not going to my CD rack right now.
0: <laughs> I can't reach mine. I I don't know. I'm sure my Freddie vs Jason soundtrack is on it, but it's across the room. I'm not going to get it. Okay, out.
1: they've got they've got El Nino, Killswitch Engage, Spine Shank, Mushroom Head, Mushroomhead, Hatebreed, Slipknot was a big oh, one on hate there.
0: Hatebreed. Oh my God, that was a, that was a big thing for Hatebreed. Yes, oh, truck.
1: What? What? What was the Slipknot track? Snap. And at the time, that was unreleased as well. Right. And then Chimera had Army of May, which was also oh, unreleased. Chimera.
0: That's why I got the Chimera album was because of this.
1: Right. Uh, Murder Dolls, Powerman Man 5000, Seven Dust, From Autumn to Ashes, which is like a hardcore band, but I actually like that song. Uh, Seether, Stone Sour, Devil Driver, Sepultura, uh, The Blink Theory, Nothing Face, In Flames, Lamb of God, and Typo Negative. It's like the perfect amount wow. of like early 2000s new metal it's great
2: <laughs> oh that talking negative track is fucking awesome
0: oh yeah i think we could safely say that this is you know i will say this too because i paid attention to the not just the soundtrack in this but the score as well i think they also did an excellent job with the score because i want to bring that up on the next movie mike i've um comparing this because i watched i i watched them out of order i watched the remake and then i watched this but going back to this, it made me realize they put, like, a lot of references to the Nightmare on Elm Street score and Harry Manfredini stuff. They put in some clips from that, so you get, like, a nice little mix and they blend them at times,
2: mm-hmm. which I
0: think works pretty well. I mean, that's not stuff you'll hear on the soundtrack, but um, I, I, in the movie itself, I think they did a really good job of putting that in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really
0: remember a lot of the score itself. I don't know. Well, re- I mean, some something, I forgot who said it. Somebody said the best thing you can tell about a score is when you don't really notice it. Yeah. Um, but watching the, the next one, the remake, I noticed how terrible it was. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, all around, movie sounds great, looks great. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whoa.
2: What the Sorry. hell? Sorry about that. I was setting my alarm.
0: Oh, it's Betty time for Shane.
2: Yeah, I've got to be awake in six hours and nine minutes.
0: All right, Shane. Well, we'll leave you to it. You know, we're not going to keep you up sitting through the remake. And as we uh, talk about our, our final film, we're going to discuss.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you guys enjoy that. And I will catch up with you guys later. Um, have a good one. And you've got my details. You can read them, mate. So.
1: Hey. <laughs> all right. right. Will do, Shane. Hey, rub one out for all of us. I'm not in the mood. Come on. I'll help you sleep.
2: True, but that means sitting here and watching porn for half an hour and I don't want to.
1: Half an hour? Half dude, you last a half an hour when you're waking in it.
0: Fucking right. you got to find
2: some decent porn, haven't you? You can only uh, watch so
1: much.
0: Where's the romance, Mike? I,
1: gotta... just a, I just get it I just get it done, get that shot of dopamine and I carry around with my day.
2: Jesus <laughs> On that fucking note. On... <laughs> i will catch you going later. <laughs> All yeah. right, Shane. Thanks, weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Laters. Later.
0: All right, Mike. Uh, best kill. I don't know. Did you watch Freddy vs. Jason for this podcast? Uh, no, not for this podcast. All right. I will say my favorite kill in this is one of the early ones. It's the bed kill where he stabs the guy oh, in the back. That's and so then fucking good. Falls backwards. It's
1: so great. Oh, man.
0: That's really good. I also really love the whole cornfield sequence. Mm -hmm. Because you've never seen Jason just going fucking crazy. And my my favorite part about that whole thing is that you know Ken Kurtzinger is in a Jason outfit. And they're constantly lighting him on fire while they're they're filming this, (laughs) like, four-minute sequence of him burning through a cornfield and just killing people left and right. Mm -hmm. It's got to be some of the best stunt work. Like, just because there's so many fire scenes, like... Mm, it's awesome. I I mean, even like the final fight too.
1: Like, I guess you can count as a kill scene where he kills sure. Freddy. He's holding his head, and like Freddy, like
0: winks at the camera, or whatever. Oh, did uh, I at the at the last convention I went to in Connecticut? There was a guy dressed as that Jason carrying around a Freddy. Head.
1: Oh man, that's great.
0: It's a great costume. All right, so I think we've gone on on that one enough. Let's get to the remake. All right, uh, February thirteenth, two thousand and nine. I'm sure you remember the date well. A day that I, I lived do. To me,
1: it's a day after my birthday.
0: Oh, pretty close to a Valentine's Day too. I think it's. I think I I went with my girlfriend to a Valentine's Day trip to see this movie. If I remember <laughs> a, right, romantic as hell. <laughs> Uh, nineteen million dollar budget. Uh, this movie, and I'm gonna tell you this, and you're gonna say, "Oh, that makes sense." This movie was shot in Texas. Yep, <laughs> and it looks like it. It does. Uh, it did make ninety one million dollars, which is a pretty fucking sizable gross. You know, not not as much as the Freddy vs. Jason, but it cost less money and uh, did pretty well. Was directed by Marcus Nispel who also directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, which is why this movie looks exactly like Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yep. Um, He also directed the Conan remake and, like, 10 million music videos in the 90s. Isn't this
1: uh, What's-His-Face's production company?
0: Yeah, Michael Bay, Platinum Dunes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, so he produced it or whatever, but apparently he didn't know anything about the movie until he saw it, and then he walked out during the screening. Oh,
1: that's no good.
0: He But he walked out because he said there was too much sex. But, I don't uh, know. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so this movie is a remake of sorts. It, it sort of glosses through uh, Friday 1 through, I'm going to say 3 or maybe into 4 a little bit. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, but it, after it goes through the beginning part, which is very unnecessary, it, it's just sort of like its own standalone Friday the Thirteenth movie. So I don't right. really know. I don't really know why they made it a remake, other than that was popular at the time.
1: Didn't they need to to keep the rights
0: or something? No, they needed to make another movie. They didn't have to make a remake. I see. But they insisted on it, so like they remade it, and in the opening sequence, you see the end of. Uh, Friday part one where some girl kills some lady you have no idea what's going on and then it turns out that was Jason's mom and then uh, there's an the longest intro sequence I think in almost cinema history I don't know it's like 20 minutes in you spend meeting all these characters and learning about them and then Jason kills everyone and then the Friday the 13th logo comes up and you're like what what was this I just watched I love it Really?
1: I you're... love the intro. Wow. I do. Because, like, when I was first watching it, it was just like a story within itself. And I don't know you're introduced to all these characters, and Jace just slaughters them all. I thought it was a great intro because you weren't expecting them all to die. You expect them, like, one of them to live or, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. You kind of get that. But, I mean, it was just so unexpected to me, and I thought it was a great way to change it up a bit.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so after that, then we're introduced to our next round of characters, um, which is, I, I don't remember if this came out before Wrong Turn or not, but they're very much like the characters from Wrong Turn, where there's like a diverse cast and some pretty ones and some douchey ones, and they go out in the woods and get murdered. Um, it shows Jason going out and uh, eventually acquiring his hockey mask from the guy that played Little Kev on Always Sunny, the mentally challenged rapper. As <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching, and I'm like, that's Lil' Kev. <laughs> and I, I just couldn't picture anything else except It just
1: that. it makes me remind me of that scene and it's always sunny where she's just staring at him and he's like, oh, oh, oh
0: and his popcorn's like <laughs>
1: falling out of it. <laughs>
0: um so yeah, uh, the 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 characters in this movie I despise yeah um, they're pretty bad i don't know if there's one i like i will give credit to this guy jared paladecki i'm sure he's in other things i didn't really look he's him up in anything. that really
1: uh, i hate the show i think it's garbage supernatural
0: he's in that He's the main character in it oh i thought that was the other guy
1: sam winchester no the other guy was the lead in my bloody
0: valentine yes remake, that's and, the guy okay yeah Okay, so this is Jared Paladecki. I don't know. I don't want Supernatural. I guess he's in that. Uh, He may be the most unlikable character in Friday the 13th history. he's not good. Very impressive. I mean, that's even (laughs) including Tommy Jarvis in Friday Part 5. The most unlikable character. So, good job, Jared. Um, (laughs) There's lots of boobs in this, more than I think. I think Michael Bay is right. There's a lot of sex in this. Uh, I don't know that that's a detriment. I'm just saying it's there. There's a lot of boobs. Uh, not enough man crotch. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the uh, the guys on. Um, fucking, Wait, did you say not enough? Not enough man. There's there's no man. There's like a, a very limited amount of man ass. That if you were watching Jason goes to hell, you would absolutely get. There's no like bondage <laughs> scene where a guys shaving another man. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I felt like that was missing in this one. I feel like they could have stepped up their game a little bit. Uh. But the remake parts of this I hated. I did not like the retelling of part 1. I thought it was ineffective and confusing because supposedly if you if you think about the timeline of this, that's supposed to be happening in the 1980s, but it looks exactly like the the rest of the film. So there's like you know, if they put a little grain on it and made the people dress a little different and did their hair like the 80s, you could probably get away with that, but I didn't notice any difference. I'm just like, what is happening here? This this woman dies, then it's like, oh, now it's the future. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't get that that wasn't present day at all. I thought that that was. Uh, and I mentioned the music last in the last movie. The score in this is fucking terrible. I didn't look up who it was, but you did a bad job, and you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. The kills are actually not bad in this, but I have a real big problem with what they did with Jason himself. Jason, to me, and this is again, I don't need Iron Man, Spider Man. Okay, I don't need Junior. I don't need Rambo. Jason. Don't don't need traps. Don't need fucking shooting the bow and arrow. Don't. You don't like that he
1: was like a hunter gatherer type of. I think that was a good touch because no, else... I, I, they never explained how he survived in the woods.
0: I imagine he ate dogs like he killed that dog in part two. Oh, no, wait, the dog survived. No, there was a dead dog. There was a dead dog. I don't know. I thought he ate squirrels and dogs and whatever and then just killed people as they come <laughs> around. Who cares?
1: You think he ate the
0: people? Oh, I never thought about that. Um, no, I think I think he just saw them as something that needed to be dead. I think he All would right. probably eat animals, forest animals or whatever. But I don't know. I don't like him setting traps and digging tunnels and fucking wire electrical wiring. Come on, dude. Yeah, that's a little out there. That's that's not the Jason that I'm thinking of. And yeah, I I sound like one of those assholes that's like, that's not my Superman in fucking Man of Steel, but. <laughs> whatever dude hashtag like
1: not my superman me.
0: hashtag release the snyder cut because i want to <laughs> laugh at it because <laughs> it's gonna be terrible <laughs> um that's a side story but i don't know did did you like the jason changes in this i kind of did i actually kind of wow. like
1: this movie i i gave it like a six out of ten when i watched it i don't like this one man it drives me nuts I mean, that's fine. I just, I like the fact that they made him to like a hunter-gatherer type, like survivalist. And, you know, people are sneaking onto his property, you know, and he's just having that American right to defend that.
0: What's the difference between this Jason and like a hillbilly? Like, there is typical a typical hillbilly slasher. There's no difference. Right. And I think that's part of my problem. Like, Jason always had this, I don't know. It was more about keeping the camp closed and get these fucking people out of here. Like, they they ran across the camp like on accident. Like, they weren't trying to open it or anything. They were going to Douche Guy's house to play beer pong and drink a beer out of a shoe. Yeah, in that I, part I didn't like. Uh, there, in, in that scene, they said, dude, you just lost ten in a row. I'm sorry, but if you played ten games of beer pong... You are fucking toast, man. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Oh, I completely agree. But it's like, yeah, they're like it's like a group of 5 people. Like how is how's is that any fun? I don't know. Um by the way, that that asshole
0: guy named Trent
1: in this, he also mm-hmm. plays Trent in Transformers.
0: Uh the first tra- I only saw the first Transformers.
1: Right. He plays oh, Trent in both.
0: Oh interesting is that like um what's what's his name uh dick miller always played the same guy in all the movies yeah oh it, i can't I, I remember his name i forget wally something
1: i think it was something like walt that.
0: walt or something oh man now it's gonna kill me I can't i'm gonna that. have to imdb yeah imdb it to make us not look bad mike i'm forgetting see, it right now see chopping mall, chopping mall. <laughs> 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 i love that movie
1: uh dick miller plays yeah walter paisley
0: Yes, <laughs> Walter Paisley. Okay, so Trent is this guy's Walter Paisley, I guess.
1: Damn, he played a character named Walter all the way up to like twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a good man. So I don't know. Friday the Thirteenth remake. Um, some of the, ki- the my favorite kill is uh, when the girl gets knocked off the boat and she's like swims under the dock. Yeah. And the machete just comes right down through the dock, stabs her in the head, and then lifts her body up. And it goes, boom, knocks her head off. Yeah. Or it doesn't knock her head off. She just hits her head on the uh, on the dock. I love that. That I laughed at. And it gets me every time because I almost forget about it. And I'm like, oh, I think <laughs> she gets stabbed in the head. But I never remember the, like, the, the head lift. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the other ones, if they stood out at all. Uh, oh, the sleeping bag was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I like that it was different and he kills someone with fire. I guess that's interesting. You don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. With slashing. But but you know, when I see like the bear trap, come on. Ugh.
1: Yeah, he, they made him like too sophisticated. Like I said, the light thing bothered me. Like him like wiring it up <laughs> like like all this electricity right. is kind of stupid. Also
0: he kidnaps a girl for weeks and obviously feeds her. Yep. So Jason's just, alright, well I guess I'll just, you know, go out and get you some food and feed you and keep you in here, like But doesn't he is-
1: doesn't he think that it's his mom? Um Like that brings me back to the second one.
0: Yeah, but she yeah, but that works for like a total of ten seconds. Yeah. He's like, wait a second <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, so it's like you're telling me he could wire up a whole house. He's super smart hunter gatherer, but he doesn't know what his like his mom looks like.
0: Yeah. Wait, isn't my mom's head in that cabin? Those people found like <laughs> like minutes ago. I don't have a lot of good things to say, so I'm just gonna stop talking on this one. Um, unless you got something to finish it off here with Mike.
1: I, I honestly think it's a little underrated as a remake.
0: Okay, I'm Cause... gonna di- I, I'm gonna disagree in that <laughs> okay. as as part of that like early 2000s remakes. I thought this one was really bad until I watched the Friday uh, I'm sorry the Nightmare on Elm Street which is the worst of the remakes. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Um but uh, between this Nightmare and the Texas remake, I love the Texas remake. I think that one's so much better.
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and I like the beginning as well. Yes. Um the, I think those are up there as one of my favorite remake cuz I fucking love that movie. I think it, I honestly think it's better than the original
0: yeah and i would it's definitely more fun than the original yeah i I could watch that and have a better time but yeah uh let's let's give a little wrap up on the whole friday 13th series here mike in case anybody listened to all our episodes uh highlights and lowlights what do you got
1: highlights and lowlights huh yeah okay favorites
0: favorites and most hated
1: Alright. Wow, I wasn't expecting this and I don't know why. You weren't expecting
0: this at the end of our Friday the 13th <laughs> discussion. <laughs>
1: um, Let's see. Let me run, th- run through them. I like the first one. I don't like the ending part because I feel like it goes on for far too long. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 uh, has one of the um, best death scenes in the whole franchise with the wheelchair guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 13th part 3 is very iconic Is that's when he gets his mask and I love that kill where it's supposed to be in 3D and he shoots that harpoon at that check that <laughs> gets me every time it, it's so obvious attached to strings it makes me laugh so hard uh, 4 has great effects and has Crispin Glover dancing to something the corkscrew in the hand machete right to the face and that final scene where he's sliding down the machete is fantastic oh. but fuck Corey Feldman um
0: what cory feldman is great
1: the in f- the fifth one i just I, I i don't like the movie at all but when that that guy in the beginning he's like fine you don't want my chocolate bar you can have it and he's like ah, i'll just put it down here so you can have it for later and the guy's like yeah he just kills him like out of just it has nothing to do with friday the 13th but he just kills him out of annoyance Uh, Sixth one is one of my favorites because uh, Tom Matthews is in it and he has one of my favorite lines throughout the whole series is um, Jason belongs in hell and I'm going to be the one that puts him there. Love that line. That movie is fantastic. Uh, Seven, 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 seven. That's when he goes to. He fights Carrie. He fights Carrie. Okay. (laughs) I love that movie just for the fact that like you can buy aquarium fish tank things of <laughs> <laughs> Jason like attached by the the you know the neck from the end of the sixth one. Um I think it's a very goofy movie, but I feel like it's fun too. She like and like the dad in the end comes out of the water for no damn reason. <laughs> um, not ske-
0: hashtag not a skeleton. <laughs> no. Um,
1: I like Jason goes Manhattan, because oh come on, because dude, he, that one guy wants to
0: fist fight him, and Jason just knocks his head off into you're a garbage. Taking, chair. You're talking about a thirty second scene, but come it's on, Like, a two like, hour when, movie.
1: When he gets to Manhattan is so much fun. There's so all like right, even, right. this, even this obnoxious sewer scene at the very end that makes no sense whatsoever. Like all
0: this... the last ten minutes of this two hour movie, correct.
1: um uh jason goes to hell isn't as bad as i thought it was i like the the effects a lot uh jason x obviously what we just talked about and yeah i i love this series so much i feel like even the really shitty ones except five have like all uh uh something brings it up something you could remember each movie by something you know what i mean like there's always there's like you know, Jason's mom and then sackhead Jason. And then Jason, when he finally gets his mask and then the fourth one where you, you know, the, it's just like everything. There's, there's something to memor uh, memorable about each movie. And that's what I love about the series. It's like, it's so obnoxious. And once zombie Jason hits on six, it's like, all bets are off. You don't know where the series is going to go. And I just, I hope they really do something with the series. Cause I love it so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Myself. I'm going to go with, um, Highlights. I two. I'm um, just flat out. Two is my favorite. There it is. It's two. That's right, butter. We're going <laughs> two. Uh, love two. Uh, I like one. Um, three. I found more tolerable than I have in the past. This last time I watched it, I've shit on three in the past, but it's mostly because the 3D effects drive me insane. I think three is like my favorite one.
1: <laughs> three and six. I
0: do. I do love the music in three. I will admit to that. Uh, four is amazing. Some of the best special effects and. The Jason killed the end is awesome. Five is definitely the worst of the series. I hate it. Has nothing to do with it not being Jason because I like Jason goes to hell more than five. And that's not Jason either.
1: Yeah, I do too now.
0: Um, six, I think is the most fun of the entire series. Uh, while it's not the best movie, I think it's the most fun. If someone needs an introduction into Friday the 13th, Six is where you can start them and be like, just watch this. You'll get what's going on, and it's it's so hilarious and dumb. And then you can fill in the rest later. Uh, seven over the top. I don't know, whatever. It's it's fun as well, uh, but not as much as six. But it does have Bernie Lomax in it, so that's positive. Um, eight is awful, and I hate it, and it's boring. <laughs> and. I don't need to watch two hours of Jason on a boat. I can watch the last 10 minutes. Just that. Uh, let's see. Jason goes to hell. Like you said, underrated. Uh, Freddy versus Jason does not get mentioned enough when we discuss these movies, um, because I feel like that is one of the best Friday movies uh, and one of the best uh, nightmare movies. It's fucking hilarious and definitely deserves more credit than it gets. I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, that's about it, man. Um, I didn't really hate any of the other ones I didn't really mention or, you know, gush about or yeah. hate on. They're, they're there. Like, I'll watch them. I'll watch the remake. I don't love it. But, yeah, it's not the worst. I hate 5. 5 sucks. <laughs> I like 5. No. It's I
1: think if you like 5, you just like it because other people don't.
0: Yes. Right. There. I, I, there's nothing good about 5. The characters are terrible. The kills aren't that great. There's, like, one that's okay. And... I don't know. I'm not going to go on about five. I already talked about it. <laughs> so, all right, Mike, we, we agreed we were going to discuss one more film before we get out of here. Right. And that was because the two of us both watched The Lighthouse. Yep. Um. So, let's see. What do you think about The Lighthouse?
1: I love Robert Eggers, I, which is like one of my all-time favorite horror movies. And this, like, I consider Witch a perfect 10 out of 10. People are going to laugh at me. People are going to make fun of me. I don't care. I love the movie so much. I would give Lighthouse like a 9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved this movie. And while I was watching it, I didn't really get a lot of the concepts. um, But the acting and the dialogue is just phenomenal in this. I love the way it looks. Um, I love how weird it is. I love the... Uh, score a lot, and it's just everything about it was just great.
0: Yeah, uh, like you said, Robert Eggers. I don't care what anyone says, this guy has cemented himself now as this like cinematic genius with two movies. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm fucking fully behind this guy. Uh, the me, uh, so it basically the movie stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. That's it, that's like the cast, those two guys. And I'm just—I don't know why—but I listed some of Willem Dafoe's movies because it made me laugh as I went through them. So his acting range is *Street to Fire*, *Platoon*, *The Last Temptation of Christ*, where he plays Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, *Clear and Present Danger*, *Speed 2*, *Cruise Control*, <laughs> *Boondock Saints*, which is—he's amazing in that movie. *American Psycho*, *Shadow of the Vampire*, *Spider-Man*, *Triple X 2*, *State of the Union*. And, like, a million other amazing and terrible movies where he plays like he's over-the-top characters. But
1: his acting is so damn good because he's so different in each of those movies. Yes. He's crazy, but he's, like, a different level of crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson was in Twilight and (laughs) probably some other stuff, I guess. But I'll tell you this, Mike. After watching this movie, I've never seen a Twilight movie. I've only seen, like, clips on, you know, like, review shows or whatever. Yeah, same here. Um... After watching this movie, so he got cast as the next Batman. I am fucking in, dude. I am like, absolutely, I want to see this guy's Batman. He does so good in this movie. I want to see him in everything now. He kept up with Defoe like crazy, and and Defoe has, I am maybe the best performance, definitely the best performance I've seen, and I don't even know how long, like in any movie, in a horror movie, he might be the best ever. <laughs> I
1: I don't like the Oscars and I don't like any of those award shows at all,
0: but I feel like he should just at least get nominated for this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was thinking about this when I was trying to think of some other performance that's as good as Defoe. The only one I could come up with um, is Robert Shaw playing Quint in Jaws. Is <laughs> like maybe the only other performance I could put on par with this, like how good he is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just unbelievable. Like you can Whenever he's about to talk, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear what he says. This is gonna be nuts. <laughs> and the, he has the best insult I've ever heard in a movie. Oh, that one diatribe that he fucking goes out on, or is right. there something specific? No, it's that
1: long thing. Um, I don't really want to get into. It, but like Robert Pattinson expresses interest that are um, that his lobster isn't good.
0: He doesn't like his cooking.
1: He doesn't like Willem Dafoe's cooking, and Willem Dafoe. It just what if you've seen this movie, just revisit it on YouTube. Just type in "Hark the Lighthouse," and because <laughs> Willem Dafoe just goes crazy, and yeah, man, the acting in this is unbelievable. And yeah, I, I movie... couldn't, but I couldn't understand a word they were saying a lot of the times, and that's what gave this a lot of like, oh man, it kept me so interested.
0: Yeah, like like um the witch, they use a period accurate accent type thing. Um, but they're different accents. Like like um, Willem Dafoe is a completely different accent than Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Dafoe's got this like old seafaring like may Métis! ah, and and Pattinson is this weird like, I guess, upper Maine. I don't know. It's some crazy turn of the century accent that he has. Uh, the movie itself is also like super artistic um, the, the the aspect ratio is crazy. you saw this in a theater right? yeah I was I was not prepared for that. Wait, okay so the, like I don't know if your theater is like mine but like you know the they've got like the previews, the commercials or whatever and then they then they show the you know the coming attractions mm. and then like the screen starts retracting like <laughs> rah, coming in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. These idiots (laughs) fucked this up. And the movie comes on the screen and I'm like, where's the rest of the movie? (laughs) It's shot in this crazy, it's almost one by one. Like they talk like 16 by nine, like it's 16 long versus Mm -hmm. nine high. No, this is almost a square. It's like just about, and it's black and white. And when it first starts, you're like, am I going to be able to sit through this? Like. Is this what I'm going to have to do? It's so artsy and pretentious. You're like, you motherfucker Robert Eggers. (laughs) (laughs) But then you start watching it and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I am absolutely in on this. Um, There's a lot, like, built into the movie. There's, like, Lovecraftian stuff. There's ancient Greek mythology built into it. There's, like, some weird, like, homoerotic symbolism put in. Yep. Yeah. you don't really know whether what you're seeing is actually happening or if it's, like, somebody going crazy, you know, either one character or the other. I don't know, man. I got... I got fascinated with this movie. Like, just I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait till it's on Blu-ray so I could get a copy of it so I could see it again. Um, it's like the
1: first week of January it comes out on Blu-ray. Oh yes. But that's like Thank one of my God. favorite parts about this movie as well. Is um, there's going to be a spl- slight spoiler here, I guess. But when um, Robert, well, while Robert Pattinson's running away from Willem Dafoe towards the end, and Willem Dafoe has the axe. Yes, and then there's a little bit of dialogue after that, and Willem Dafoe's like, "Yeah, he's like, you just lost your mind. You, I, you just chased me with an axe, and I was like, that's fucking brilliant, because you saw one thing and you don't know who to believe. You don't know what's right. happening, and right. it's not you... like a plot hole. It's legitimate. It's he did it on purpose.
0: It was so cool. Yeah, like you've le- actually watched Willem Dafoe carrying that axe, and then he's like, that wasn't me. That was you." In the viewer, you're like, "Wait, was it? Like, not even that? Oh, I know, I saw him do it, but yeah. maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just in his head." Like, it, it's it's fucking great.
1: Any other movie, they would have like shown a flashback, or they would have like shown something that Robert Pattinson was doing, and they're like, "Oh, it was him the whole time." But in this, it's like they yeah. give you zero answers.
0: Hey, hey, stop fighting. Yeah, they're losing it. The chicken is probably overdone in the oven. I don't know what's going to happen. But <laughs> well, I mad. think
1: I think we shared enough about the lighthouse.
0: I think we did, man. I love it. Um, we're probably going to mention it on our next episode, Mike. Very much so. Which is definitely going to be our best and worst of 2019. Yes. Um, hopefully I'll have a lot more ammo. So far, I already have, uh, I'm not going to lie, I may have those two spots picked up, best and worst. Uh, Based on i watch it so far but i know i've got like another dozen movies yeah i'm gonna try to cram a lot of them in too so all right let's wrap this up quick so i can go see the charred remains of my chicken <laughs> sitting in the oven all right and have elisa yell at me because the dogs haven't been fed it's way past their dinner time <laughs> this is gonna be a shit show so you'll be all right all right everybody thanks for listening um if you want to get a hold of us again, Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group all you need is blood. Instagram, all you need is blood podcast. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Shane, um his Twitter is Dead Cell Society. His Instagram is something else that I don't remember. It's
1: RoboGinge.
0: Robojinj! <laughs> I probably should have wrote it down. <laughs> ah, he won't listen this far. No. Shane, if you listen this far. Tweet at us, and I'll, I'll give you a shout-out on the next podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, um, I,
0: I, I guess I'm on uh, the Facebook group,
1: uh, both of them, and uh, do the Instagram page, and uh, I'm on the forum as well. So,
0: Yeah, and if you want to get a hold of me, at Ryan Tutelo on Twitter, all you need, Ryan, on Instagram, Facebook, the All You Need Is Blood Facebook group, the UHM Facebook group I bounce around on, and the UpcomingHorrorMovies.com dot com message board. I'm always around there somewhere. So, well, thanks for everybody for listening, Mike. Thanks for sticking around this long. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we finally redid all these goddamn Friday the Thirteenth movies. So.
1: And yeah, we'll redo them again in
0: a couple of years. All right, we'll wait a year. All right. Oh God, I don't want to watch them again. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to do man i think i don't think we've done the the nightmare did we do nightmare in elm streets
1: no there's i mean there's so many different franchises we could go through Jeez. we still got to do what's that one that you said police no no <laughs> <laughs> not that one you know what i'm talking about what the hell is the name of it witchcraft uh, or something
0: oh my god oh, oh i didn't tell you this oh i took a picture of it i never posted it on instagram i meant to at the archive, the 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 store from um, Vinegar Syndrome, they had Witchcraft one through thirteen on VHS.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> like stacked oh my... up in a row. Oh, I, like, I thought it was like one shit. giant pack. No, no, this is all just a stack of VHSs lined up on their wall, and I'm like, oh goddamn it!
1: That's <laughs> and you bought them?
0: <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll run through them too.
0: Oh. God damn it. All right. Well, we'll get to it eventually. Uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Uh, thanks for joining me, Mike. And I guess I'll just say bye for now. Silence.
1: Gross. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting.
0: Uh, all right. I got to let these dogs out. They're losing all right. their fucking minds. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you later. Yep. Bye.